2: Geek Vibe Live. I am here with Gerald, Dane, and Kanan. What's going on, everyone? Dylan, okay. Hey, how's Dane, doing? Kanan, what's going on? Hey, just uh, got done shaving my, my whole entire body. Wow, Dane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's doing phenomenal. So let's get right into let's the chat. Oh, I'm sorry. Kanan, what's going on, buddy? I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a great week for uh, news so far, and ready to tackle it head on tonight.
2: All right, let's dish it out. Let's start with some DC talk. All right, so The Rock met with met with DC to talk uh, about the future. So The Rock pretty much when he had posted up on his Facebook and Instagram, uh, it doesn't matter what's it. Yeah, no, this is for the millions. I'm gonna read this for the millions and the millions. Uh, And the millions! And the millions! Um, So, okay, so this is what The Rock said. He had a very cool and strategic meeting with the heads of DC about their entire universe. As a hardcore DC fan, to get a real sense of the tonal shift in development coming in these future movies has me fired up. Something we DC fans have all been waiting for for a very long time. Hope, optimism, fun. Even when talking about the most ruthless villain slash anti-hero of all time finally coming to life. Prepare yourselves, DC Universe. So, oh,
1: this is what The Rock said. Exactly.
2: First of all, this sounded like The Rock was cutting a promo for exactly. Or for like, DC. As a hardcore DC fan. Right. Marvel called him first. He's like, well, as a hardcore <laughs> Marvel fan. That's not even my biggest problem. You know, my I biggest... thing bringing Thanos for life
1: you know,
2: <laughs> great. My biggest problem with this topic, and then I'll go on to uh, to Jane and Kanan to get their, their thoughts on what he said. My biggest issue is they're selling you. It's like if you go to a car dealer, right, and you ask him what the mileage sounds good, you ask him, you know, you know, what year is the car, everything sounds good, right? And then he starts going into, well, the tires are really good and the lights are you don't have to keep telling me. I'm sold. You told me the mileage is good. The car is not a really old car. It doesn't look like a piece of crap. I'm good. From what we've already heard, I'm good with the, the future of DC. Honestly, Wonder Woman looks great. Um, you know, um, the Justice League trailer looks looks good. So it's just a matter of your work had us nervous. But we're looking optimistically to the future. So it's just like if you're The Rock, you're overselling this, just like Jeff Johns is overselling. All these guys are overselling. You don't have to do all this. We, we're we okay from what we've seen so far in these two moves. The future, we're not looking that far ahead because your current is a little shaky. I just feel as though as a salesman, Rock, you're not cutting a promo for Raw you're just trying to tell the fans that you spoke with DC and that you're really excited for Black. Man. That's all you should have kept it it. This whole speech, like he was just named the president of DC
4: relations. I don't need all that. But, but Jane,
2: uh, <laughs> what, was, what was your thought?
4: Well, let me tell you something, Juwan. The Rock doesn't give <laughs> yeah. a candy ass about what you have to say about what The Rock's doing on Twitter. No, uh, but seriously. Uh, what I have to say is, I mean, if you look at him with even Fast and Furious, this is kind of how The Rock does it on Twitter when it comes to like promoting stuff. He gets very into it, and like you said, it's because he was a wrestler. He's cutting promos. He definitely is. But I completely agree with you. My my thing, my thing with the DC movies has not been how they are darker in tone. Uh, it has, that's 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 not been my problem with it. It, it is that. You know, you can be dark and still be fun, but don't overemphasize you're going to be fun. Like, it's going to be fucking Disney World and shit like that. Like, there's no need to put that type of perspective in people's heads. You can be different than Marvel. We're not telling you to copy the Marvel format. We're telling you to give us a better product, and that doesn't really have to do with tonal shifts and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that was never my problem with BVS. It, it was editing issues and tonal issues and, and pacing issues. So I I say... Whoever was a naysayer about The Rock having that much involvement before as Black Adam, I think that we're fine. Um, I think that this is showing, this in the last one with Henry Cavill, that Twitter post, that he is committed. And I think, like you said, Juwan, um, I really think there's a good uh, concept that we're going to be seeing Black Adam as the villain in the Man of Steel uh, sequel. Um, I really, really think that that could be a possibility just to introduce him. It's a magical foe. Have Lex Luthor, like, you know, playing the whole entire thing, and Black Adam wrapped around his fingers and going after it, and then that kind of leads into stuff. You could could even introduce Billy Batson, not as Shazam, but just somewhat in there. So they're going to get The Rock a part of it. They need it. I mean, Marvel's got Samuel L. Jackson, so when it comes to shit-talking, I think The Rock's, like, on that level.
0: So get him
4: in there. Have them both, like, you know, cut some promos. Get Anthony Mackie on one side. You know, you can put Jason Momoa and just... Let's get a wrestling match out of this. I want this WrestleMania next fucking year. That's what I'm saying. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. And then yeah. jump. Go ahead. And that's all I got to say about that.
2: <laughs> no, be- before I pass it to you, Kayla, I do want to add one more thing. The Rock first mentioned Black Adam and him portraying him almost four years ago. So <laughs> you yeah. giving this. You giving us this Black Adam talk doesn't do anything for me because you were talking the same talk almost four years ago. So it's time for you, D.C., to shut up and work. That's all you have mm. to do. You don't have to know what you're cooking in the kitchen. I just want the aroma. That's all I need. I need to be able to smell that something good is cooking, if you know what I'm saying, The Rock. I don't need to, I don't need to be in the kitchen with you seeing what you're, what you're fixing up. But, Cannon, what are your thoughts?
3: Well, I, I agree a lot with uh, Dane. I agree a lot with you on, on The Rock coming in. I think his meeting with Jeff Johns, as you said, he knew he was going to have this role four years ago. And I think at that time, uh, Man of Steel, uh, you know, was coming out, setting the tone for everything. There was even talks that the Black Adam movie would not even be part of the DC Extended Universe. And now it looks like that they're going to go that route, you know, him and showing the picture of him and Cavill meeting together, impossibly possibly showing up in Man of Steel too, And, you know, Batman v. Superman was a, a reaction to Man of Steel, them trying to show more hope and show that civilians weren't killed. And, you know, then when they got bad reviews, now Wonder Woman's a, a reaction to Batman v. Superman, Justice League's a reaction to Batman v. Superman. And when Johns took over, John said, you know, publicly that he wanted the tone to shift. I don't think he was very happy with the way the movies had been going. And now he's come in, and he, they keep saying that. They keep, you know, they've said it back with Batman v Superman. The Justice League would have a much lighter tone. Terry has already said that the script back then would have that. So I think The Rock has come out, and he's the cheerleader now because they know he can do the promos and he can get on board. And I, I'm with you all. We don't need to hear it all the time. We don't need there to be hope and optimism. Right now what I feel like they're doing yeah. is they're alienating a lot of their fans that have stood by them through the first three movies
1: and have given them
3: the success that they have. Yes, the movies are making a billion dollars, but let's not, let's not discount that these movies are successful. They are making oh, yeah. Warner Brothers movies because Warner Brothers doesn't just make money off the movies. They own the rights to all the merchandise. Their their home DVD Blu-ray sales are breaking records. Warner Brothers is making money. No, they're not, like, making uh, billions of dollars in the theaters, but they're making up for it. So this hope, optimism, I've talked to people on Twitter. You know, a lot of my supporters are just put off by this because this whole tone thing. Is it going to be like Marvel? Are they going to have jokes every five seconds? I don't know if that's going to be the case, but I'm on board with The Rock. I just... I'm not sure that we need him to come out on every, uh, every time he comes out and says something about the movie, say, oh, there's going to be hope, there's going to be optimism. I mean, what did, what did he talk to Johns about? Was he worried about the DCEU? And so this was kind of like John saying, we're going to change it, it's going to be fine, it's going to be better, because is The Rock really worried about his career? I don't think he has to be. I mean, he's been in movies that haven't really been super financial success movies or movies that are just knocking him out of the park with uh, Rotten Tomatoes but you know he does come in and, and he does well and I think the DCEU is lucky to have him so now that, that's my take on it I, I think the DCEU is fine I think there's just a lot of people that need to to
5: calm down and let's
3: see where this goes and I think we're going to see that with Wonder Woman
6: uh, for sure
2: absolutely Let's um. let's bring in Nick what's going on Nick
6: what's up fellas how y'all doing
2: we are oh, good. Nick is here.
6: Yes. I just I just got done watching my dirty birds kick the shit out of the Seahawks. I'm fucking happy, man. <laughs> Go! <laughs> I'm Fountain. not even a We're fan coming for you for Patriots. You. We're coming for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You worry about the Cowboys or the Packers, okay?
6: Oh, no, Talking about. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah. um, we'll we'll take we'll take care of them. We'll take care of them.
2: Better hope so. Uh were you listening to
6: the uh rock meets the screen yeah. talk? Alright, so yeah, give us, yeah. Give us your yeah, my my, like I mean y'all pretty much summed it up uh, like well. Uh I, I would just add that um as far as like tonal differences, my biggest thing with D C is let your tone reflect your characters. Like Batman v yep. Superman should have had a dark tone. It was a dark story. The tone was never the problem. Like Dane said, the problem was the pacing, uh, over bloated scripts, and 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 shooting, um, you know, different things like that. the, the tone, I don't honestly. I mean, there, there, I'm sure there were some people who had a problem with the tone. Probably parents with young children, because, you know, parents with young children would probably want to take their kids to see a Batman or Superman movie, and this didn't necessarily give them what they may have wanted. But, I mean, as far as, like, the Geek Vibes Nation and, um, you know, other, other people that I've, I've um, heard talk about it, and, like, very few people had a problem with the tone. Um, and, you know, if you're doing uh, like a Flash movie, yeah, the tone should be a little lighter and a little more um, playful um, to, to reflect that character. Um, but don't get yourself bogged down with thinking that you have to be like Marvel and create the same sort of tone for every movie. I love Marvel. I mean, I love what the MCU is doing. Um, like, and I love the fact that they have branched off and told different stories um, I, you know, with Ant-Man being a Heights movie um, and, you know, Doctor Strange delving into the mysticism side of things. And, you know, that's all well and good, but you can't argue that the MCU doesn't have a strict tone that they put in every single one of their movies. And I think that really hurt Doctor Strange. I love Doctor Strange. I thought it was a, a very good movie, but I think it could have been even better minus about half of their, Cheesy one-liners, and to to bring it into more of a serious context to fit the character of Doctor Strange. So I don't want DC to make the same mistake that Marvel has made with that, um, or at least I I perceive it as a mistake. I um, I mean obviously monetarily it may not be, and it, you know it might get a few more repeat viewerships because it's got that sort of fun tone. Um, but I, but I just don't think that they should. They should let the character and the story dictate the tone, and not the other way around. Use your characters, tell the best stories you can. Let the tone be reflected by the character and the story. That's that's my I, two cents. Ab-
3: absolutely. Can I,
6: absolutely.
3: Can, I, can, I, can I can I can I jump in real quick just to say something in regards to what he was saying about the tone. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know. I don't really understand why tone all of a sudden is the big topic, because if we go back and look at WB's superhero movies, uh, they've dealt with dark tones before. The first two Tim Burton movies were about as dark for a Batman movie as you could get. Mm -hmm. I mean, we saw Mm -hmm. Batman kill just about every villain or every enemy in those movies. It's so, so dark. I mean, the Joker drying the guy's face with the hand buzzer. It doesn't get any more and we have not seen stuff like that in any to really of any of the other uh the movies. I mean the Superman, the Man of Steel, they, they talked about him killing Zod. Well in the original Superman two, not the Donner cut, but the original Superman two, he he turns them human and drops them, you know, into the Fortress of Solitude. Yep. So them them the tone the, the Marvel fans and, and the critics They're nitpicking way too much with this tone. WB has had that before. And you know what happened? We got Batman 89. We got Batman Returns, which I thought were two very good movies. Batman Returns, I think, is one of the most uh, underappreciated movies. Uh, Thank you. you It was was dark, but it was a very, very good movie. Um, And then you know what happened? They couldn't sell Happy Meal toys, so we got Batman Forever. And then we got Batman and Robin. And it it went all of crap. Then we had to wait years until Christopher Nolan took over and did Batman Begins. Uh they didn't want to do any of the other stories with Abrams and uh to do the Superman so they did Superman Returns and they tried to go back to the Reeve era. The fans did not want that. So then we get Man of Steel and the people that love Reeve didn't want that. So I oh, know <laughs> be right now in kind of a kind of in a, a can't win because there's too much nostalgia with these characters and they're trying to make them um, you know they want it like Reeve, but they don't want Batman. I mean, you you can't have a Batman movie and not be dark. He's
2: just a well, dark I, character. I want to add this. I want to add this before I pass it to Gerald, and then we move on to our next topic. What everyone has to just calm down from is DC's problem right now isn't any of those things. It's story. The story lacks. All of yep. the stories have lasts. Um It's like a sandwich without bread. That's what DC is working with. They're they're, they're making sandwiches without bread, so you just have a mess in your hand. So what we need going forward, Wonder Woman has a hit with the story. Justice League has a hit with a consistent story because technically BVS opens to Justice League. BVS didn't give us enough story. Even in the Ultimate Edition, setting up the Justice League, it could have been a lot better. Justice League has a hit, hit it out of the park with its story. Um, we know we know Zack Snyder is great when it comes to action sequences, Uh Visuals and stuff like that, even his scores, he's great with. Story is where we always fall off when it comes to Zach. So, all I'm saying is tone, fun, optimism, hope, all those, you're selling us on something we don't need to be sold on. Okay? Just make a good movie with a good story, we're fine. I mean, Ant Man was a good movie with a good story, we were fine. Was it phenomenal? Was it home run? It was good. It was good for exactly what they were trying to do. Just be good at what you're trying to do, DC. But, Gerald, what are your thoughts? My thoughts on the whole situation
1: with DC and Marvel is like this. You have pretty is Netflix whole house or another one mm-hmm. The Biscoe can't be nephew's whole house. We all know some people say that Bisco is better. People say Netflix whole house is better. But we all know Netflix whole house Have some of the best cookies in the world. Let's put that in movie terms. If, say, like, DC okay, we all can say DC is the Bisco. Every, you know, uh, all right, Paul House makes chocolate chip cookies. So, Mm -hmm. DC, no matter how many times DC can set the tone to different movies, they will never be Tall House. They just have to keep pursuing in their own case and doing what they're doing and stop trying to do everything. 'Cause no matter how big of a fan a person is of each, you know, movie, each company's gonna make money. Right. Each company really doesn't care about what you help is doing because regardless of the end of the day they're gonna be pushing out movies. You trying to the goal is trying to make money. Right. A lot of these companies really don't pan to the fans. If you look at it, we all see things that movies like, why not they just stick to this? Problem with DC, yeah, DC started what eight years late? Eight yeah, years Yeah, after? yeah. Was, what the first Man of Steel was like what 2010? Yeah, t- 2000 and yeah, 2010 I believe, ten or eleven or what? Yeah. And then I think the first Marvel movie was 2008 with Iron Man because it went up against the Dark Knight. I uh, with all that, like they just need to stay at their own table and just pull out quality stuff, not quantity. Bobo has a lot of quality and quality stuff like that, but DC needs
2: to focus on putting out quality, like quality. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I, think, I think what DC needs to do is. I tell DC the same thing I tell my little sister. She's in high school, right? God. So she goes, Oh, well, all the popular kids are doing this, doing that. You don't have to be the popular kid. Be you, and through you being you, you'll give us the best you possible. DC. Forget Marvel, even exists. Just you know, create the best content possible, and the fan base will follow. That's all you have to do. But to move on to our next topic, let's talk. That was
4: adorable, um, like, by the way. <laughs> I'm
6: yeah, just very saying, cute. Just
2: saying if if I had to sum it up, it's just like be you, and through the best you, we can get something that we love. But don't try to be Marvel. Forget Marvel exists. Just focus on DC. Um, pretty much.
4: Or you could be like um, Fox right. and just drink while you're writing. <laughs>
2: oh, yes. Yeah. Make movies
4: and can we like and get Fox WB
2: does. to stop
3: meddling in the pot? Let the directors do their thing. The ultimate cut yeah. of Batman v Superman was. Yeah. I mean, even people that didn't like it had to admit that that was the best cut. So come on, let's, let's let the directors have their vision.
2: Absolutely, but let's yeah. move on to our next topic. Let's talk Green Lantern, which was ironically pretty much just green lit. Um, it was announced mm-hmm. that David Goyer and Justin Rose are set to write the Green Lantern Corps reboot. The new vision is described as a lethal weapon in space, and is based on the comic book origin story with Hal Jordan and John Stewart. This movie, to me, already sounds like something I am going to walk into, saying I need to see a trailer first. None of this hypes me, even in the slightest. DC, again... Is giving us something you you're don't crazy. Give it, I think I think all all the talk of Green Lantern. My thing is when the talk of Green Lantern came out the other day, the only important thing that they didn't say is when the hell the movie's coming out. So none of this means anything to me if you're telling me I have to wait 2020, or 2021. Like what? Like it's another Shazam feel. Like The Rock comes out, I'm gonna be Shazam. Oh man, I can't wait. Four years later still no Shazam. So it's He's like, like a groundhog
4: just, pretty much. <laughs> so
2: it's like, I, I understand that you want, you want the world to know what you have on tab, what's coming out, all that completely fine. I'm not saying I, you know, don't come out and tell the people what's, what's to come. I'm just saying DC has a, a history of talking about things, but not doing anything about. them. So if, you know, next week they come out and say, well, Green Lantern's been set for 2019 or 2020. That's what's most important to me. Who's writing it, I could care less about at this moment.
5: Because,
2: I care, though. Well, I'm saying at this moment, I don't care. I need a release date. Like, David cool. Goyer scares
6: me. See, I, I completely disagree with you, actually, Jawan. Like, I think their problem is they're they're putting out too many release dates that they can't keep up with. So I would rather yeah. them take their time and, and you know, like it, it's, it's good, you know, that they have these ideas and, you know, I don't necessarily need to hear them or not. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think, like, the last thing they need to do at this point in time is, is announce a release date and then have to alter it.
2: Well, let me, let me say this. Then that, that goes even more to then don't say anything. Um, Marvel I agree has there. A great job, Marvel has a great job of hosting an event what is it, every five, six years, not five, six years, every three, four years, where Kevin Feige will go, this is what's on the dinner table. And, you know, and these are the set plates. And then it's like, all right, when we come to that year, we got our meals ready and we know what we're ready to eat. DC has a problem of take this, take this, take this, take this. this." You know, take all this stuff and it's like, all right, well, what am I doing with it? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if, if you're not giving us dates, or as you were saying, Nick, you're giving us too many dates, just stop talking about future. We're dealing in the present. If your two present movies aren't good, no one cares about the future of DC. Focus on right now, and I think that's what Marvel's really good at. Tell you what's to come, but their focus is in the here and the now, and that's why their quality in their movies are so great. I need DC just focus. Right now, it's like someone needs to pop an Adderall for for, for DC. <laughs> they're, they're or a like lot
4: Jesus. They no.
2: have attention. They have like eighty, you know, ADD. Like th- their mind's going everywhere. I want to do this, 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 this. It's like focus. They got anxiety focus.
4: issues and ADD issues. It's horrible.
2: You know, it's it's crazy. But let's let's focus in on the news that we did get. I do like the idea of it being pretty much them confirming we'll have Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Now, the interesting thing to me is they said it's based on the comic book origin story. When I hear that word, I cringe. I don't like the word origin story. Um, I think that is something all movies, not just superhero, all movies need to get away from. Origins are just like, should be a, a fad. They should have been gone. I need this story to be 10 years, you know, since Hal and, and, and John have become Lanterns, a uh, huge galactic war happened where Atrocitus is destroyed majority of the other Lanterns and you know killed some of the Green Lanterns. And it's up to Hal, John, and maybe Kyle Rayner or Guy Gardner to not even between the four of them, but they have to find other Lanterns that are still alive of the other Corps. And work together to destroy Sinestro and Atrocitus in their two courts um, from destroying all of the lanterns and, you know, all of, all of, and taking over all of space. That to me is an interesting way to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want an origin. I don't want a this is how Hal became Hal. John. I don't need that. So I'm going to start with you, Kanan. What, what are your thoughts on uh, this recent green light of the Green Lantern, and what are your expectations?
3: Well, I am I agree 100% with you that the movie should not be an origin story because you have not one, but two characters. It's going to be really hard to cram two uh, kind of origin backgrounds, you know, into, I said maybe have like kind of a, a brief uh, rundown of you know how the two kind of meet or, or how they got, uh, you know, how they became, especially John Stewart because we kind of already got the idea of how Jordan Um, from the dismal Ryan Reynolds movie. But I'm I'm excited for this, and I'm not... uh, I don't have an issue with Goyer, and I've I've done some some reading as far as, like, kind of what's going on with Warner Brothers, and there's kind of two things. One's a huge rumor, and the other one uh, could be true if it passes, but with AT&T taking over Warner Brothers, I've heard that Warner Brothers is kind of in a... We have to kind of get all of our ducks in a row. and We have to show that this property is, is worth it. So they're trying to come. They're trying to get all this stuff greenlit. They're trying to get all this stuff out there to show that they're they're fully behind the DCEU. Now, to be honest, this could all be scrapped because if Wonder Woman fails and Justice League fails, I don't really know what else they have left to stand on. Uh, they can come out and and do Good other done. movies to. Yeah, I, I agree. With Justice League is it has to be. I think Wonder Woman, with its with its release date, it can it can maybe suffer a little bit. But if Justice League comes out and it just bought, if it doesn't make a billion dollars, then then yes, then you they're going to have to start over from the top.
2: And honestly,
3: then that's going to set everything back.
2: Honestly, I don't even think they'll have to start over. What they'll do then is just add Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck's Batman to every single. DC superhero movie. That, that's what you'll have to do, mm-hmm. because at that point the only thing fans will look forward to is Ben Affleck the Batman. Yeah. No one will yeah. care about anything yeah, else mm-hmm. for that. So you'll have to like mm-hmm. make Ben Affleck the Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr. of the DC universe, and sprinkle him in every movie just to say, "Hey guys, listen. I know you didn't like Justice League or Wonder Woman or Flash, but listen, Batman will be an Aquaman." Batman will be in Green Lantern somehow. He'll have a space suit on fighting with the lanterns. Like, you'll have to spread yeah. that athlete like, throughout the entire universe to keep people interested in what you're doing going forward. And I think yeah, the, and pressure, the pressure DC has on its shoulders, I think it's now become pressure Ben has on his shoulders. But, um, uh, yes. Let's, go ahead. I was just going to say you're you're right because I think they're throwing
3: everything at him. They've made him an executive producer on Justice League. The you know the the situation with the Batman, which the the rumor uh, that some people have been saying uh, is that they're not sure that the movie will even begin production. They don't know when Ben will do it. So now this is DC saying, okay, we've got to get other movies uh, prepared. They've lost the director for Flash, so that's not going to any production anytime soon. Uh, They do have Aquaman. But so now they're like, what do we do? If Ben does not get this script written or he doesn't start production soon, what do we have? So, okay, let's go on and do the Green Lantern movie. Let's go on and get The Rock in. Let's get serious about him. Because like we talked about before, he's been four years just sitting there. I mean, there was a time I'm thinking he's not even going to be blackout. I mean, four years, The Rock's going to go on and do something else. So Ben is really, I think, trying to get this stuff out there, uh, you know, in preparation if the Batman movie doesn't get on uh schedule and you know they don't have a slot for the flash anymore so they're definitely trying to fill that in.
2: Absolutely. Uh Jane, what what are your thoughts on the Green Lantern? Um,
4: you know, just uh you know that feeling that you got back in high school? Uh when you're around <laughs> girls uh <laughs> And they made you really anxious. Uh, you know, I never thought there was going to be something that was going to be perpetually larger than that until I witnessed the DC fucking cinematic universe try to form. Uh, because it's just an anxiety storm. Um, now, uh, let me just go on both concepts. Uh, for one, about giving us titles, without giving us dates. Yes, I think that's dumb. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe uh, Cyborg's not going to happen. But we got Gotham City Sirens. It's coming out, guys, sort of, with people and uh, David is going to do it, and it'll be great. It's like, just give us a foundation of people that are just creating these products, and they're just coming out in a more, you know, um, non-reactionary process, basically. Like, I just don't, it just kind of annoys me. But when it comes to the movie, we've been hearing for months uh, about leaked scripts, about reports that we didn't know were true or not, that this Green Lantern movie was going to be Hal and John, it was going to be a buddy cop, in the vein of lethal weapons. So we've been hearing that for a long time. Depends on what director they got, ah you know, for this to make me think a certain way, but I I like that. I think it's gonna be very much Guardians of the Galaxy. These are gonna be the two humans, but there's gonna be a bunch of like other members of part of the corpse. What direction they decide to go to, let's just remember DC, with your whole entire like, let's make things fun. Your last Green Lantern film was trying to be a Marvel film and it failed miserably so let's not just go for fun let's actually make it a good movie and not worry about like like Nick said earlier make the tone match the movie I don't actually, I don't know if you said that directly but you get what I'm fucking saying there you go, yeah. I'm done
3: <laughs>
4: Nick, what are you telling?
3: And I remember when Green Lantern was supposed to start the DCEU well, I mean, we're all, we are so glad that that movie did not kick the DCEU off. I mean, how do you not start with Superman anyways? But that, that's another story. But, yes, I'm, I'm so glad that they're starting it over. Absolutely. Yeah.
6: Um Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Dane on that one. It's like, uh, as far as, you know, the Gotham City Sirens thing, it's like, remember Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn? Like, you like her, right? I remember. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's that's what it's like, you know. They they just they're fishing for whatever, you know. And in and, and the same, in like in the exact same report, you know, they they were talking about. Oh, and we're going to do we we might do a Deadshot movie too because people liked Will Smith as Deadshot, and it's like they're like I get it, like, and I'm hoping that this is um this is just kind of part of the. Uh, still, still part of the Jeff Johns coming into uh, his own, you know. There, um, you know, it, the more the more of these stories that come out, and the more things that that you know keep stories that keep coming out, and and it, I mean, it, it definitely seems uh, on the surface to be intentional on Warner Brothers' part and DC's part to try and muster some amount of fan um, excitement. Um, you know, the less confidence I have. Uh, I mean, I just, as far as Green Lantern in particular, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I like, like dane I like the concept. Uh, but, you know, you got to deliver a good story. You got to, you know, deliver um, all of the aspects that make a good movie. And if you do that, you'll be fine. But they just need, they need a, a, a course of action that they can stick to. And so they need to sit down with Affleck and say, "What do you need to get this script done? How can we help you? And what like like we're not demanding from you. We're gonna ask you what you need from us so that we can get this, this accomplished. And then you know like uh, you know they do have Aquaman still still on the on the books, but I mean I feel like that's their only. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's their only current 2018 property." That, that seems like it actually has a chance of, of coming out in 2018. Um, so, you know, they, they've got to get their shit in order. Um, I think if they can get the Batman movie up and going and, you know, have either a late 2018 release or an early 2019 release, that would help out a lot um, because people have been clamoring for that. Um, and then from there, just just have a plan and stick to it. Get everything in order Get all your shit together, and then just say, okay, this is, this is our plan. This is what we have on deck, and stick to the fucking plan.
2: I think the biggest thing they need to do is leave Ben the freak alone.
6: Leave yep. him alone. Yeah. Don't, don't yep. call him. Saying, that's what I'm saying. Ask him what he needs. You know, say, well, what do you need, Ben, and, and give him what he sense? needs, and then let him do it. Next, ben, would you, like,
4: would you like bottled water and a nice-looking girl to come over here and give you a BJ at your trailer? Okay, no problem. Here you go. Here's some caviar. Mm-hmm. No, because I trailer.
6: was a hooker today. Ben <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. uh, likes hookers. Uh, no, but
2: seriously, uh, <laughs> leave, leave Ben alone. Uh, leave Ben alone. He knows what he's doing. He actually came out and said that they're eyeing to start shooting in the summer, not the spring in the summer. That's when they're going to start shooting. We have to remember, um, this guy has walked into the situation. He couldn't even dream would be this stressful. I'm sure Marvel. Robert Downey Jr. is sipping. Sipping. <laughs> sipping. Sipping. <laughs> I don't know what he's sipping on. That's but he to en-
4: say it one more time. <laughs> he's enjoying sipping.
2: life because Yay. there's no stress in Marvel. Because Ted and Feige take the hold of it. No, he cut a
4: deal, too. He got money from them. That's a, the that's a difference. Ben Affleck's having to take over as Josh Whedon and Robert Downey Jr., and he's trying yeah, but, to make other movies. It's just right, ridiculous for him, you know?
2: What I'm saying is he didn't imagine that DC would add to his stress as somebody who's yeah. already trying to be a, a creator of film, uh, you know, and an actor also. And it's not enough you, to watch the one of them. Oh, be quiet! Anyway, <laughs> it, it's added stress as it needs. Added stress as it needs. Hey, so hey, so, I got. <laughs> you're horrible. Oh, so. You're horrible, but no, it seriously. Before,
4: Juwan, before we move, on. go ahead, go ahead. I I have someone that can actually take over and get DC back in order. Uh, everyone, Don Carleone. So uh, <laughs> how 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 are you guys gonna do today? Uh, I got DC on a plate with like a bunch of meatballs. Uh, don't worry about D.C. I got shit going on. I got a rocket tied to uh, Zack Snyder's ass, and I put a horse in fucking Suji Haro's bed, okay? So we got this. <laughs> bang, bang, motherfucker. Bang, bang. That,
2: that's spot on, that's isn't that's it? On. But no, dang, seriously, you're you're absolutely, I mean, you guys have all hit the point, you know, perfectly. It's just to the point where it's like, listen, we know that's your cash cow. That's all anyone cares about is thing. So if that's the case, Leave him alone. Let him finish the movie he just dropped that's already not getting enough attention because we care about the Batman. So people are like, no, 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 forget Forget Live By the Night, Batman. So it's just like, stop it. Like, if he pulls up to a drive-thru, all hi, right, may I take your order? Yeah, can I, wait, you're Ben Affleck. Is that Batman movie coming? I just want to order some fries and a burger. Leave me alone, people. So it's just like, let him be. The movie will start coming this summer, as he says. Script's coming along just perfectly. Let the man work. I mean, Letter Exactly.
1: Yes. But, they, uh,
3: yes. They need to. They need to get off Ben's back and, and just let him get Get off. Let of him do his off. thing. Yeah. The, but we said, why would they even? Why would they even announce Gotham City Sirens? Why are they not trying to get a director for Flash? Was anybody really right. for the Harley Quinn? <laughs> yeah, off? exactly. Why do you not go and get a director for Flash? Why is that not your top priority? I mean, you're talking about a spinoff movie that's coming out years
2: from now. Why are we not working on the Flash? What is going on, WB? Because DC, DC is way too reactionary. So their their issue is people love Margot, Really? All right. Well, I want to I want to maximize that. So she's getting her own movie. But we don't yeah, care about selling the merchandise. It's like it. It's, we need the right now. But let's let's get off of D C because I think we've pooped down their throats enough. Let's get on something more um marvelous. Uh, <laughs> oh, we, still gotta go we, we, we we're gonna go back, but let's take a small break. Um it was announced that Avengers Infinity War would be eyeing Peter Dinklage. Um well, that's confirmed a, to be in the movie. He's confirmed not just the third, but the fourth. Well, he's playing the hero. It ha- what, no, let's not say that because the character that a lot of people are assuming he's kind of like an, an irritant to him. Thanos, but he's also, he also dabbles on the good side stuff. Well, Peter Dinklage says he he has a lot of love See, for his short people, so I'm no, sure he loves love man. to be Pip oh,
4: the Troll. I, mean, I, I think you should be a little more creative, but you know.
2: I personally like, Hey, have, hey, hey do you want to play Pip oh the God. Troll? I don't I don't want him to be Pit Patrol or Modoc. I'm looking at it and I want yeah. him to be the watcher. Be the watcher. Peter Dinklage yeah, has the voice, even and though I will say this. It was up. it was it was something that was said years ago. Nick and Dane, I know, can can It was said years ago that the reason why Sam C was in every single Marvel movie is because he's, you tell he the 10, he's gonna be the watcher. And if that's true, that's badass and I'd Love for that to happen, but we all know that's
4: not going to happen. Well, you uh, can't the, watch every movie. You
6: know, exactly. It's kind of running out of time uh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's
2: something yeah. that I think you can do. I'll so try to be honestly, morbid, but,
6: you know. Yeah, <laughs> way to go DC on his Dane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: Way to switch the tone, Dane. Anyway, but no, Peter Dinklage <laughs> does have that presence about him that screams a modoc or the watcher. Tips the troll to me is just like if, um, Dane, what's one of those castings that's like someone will look at somebody and go, Oh, because he looks like that, that's who he should be? Like we are doing that because this is a this is a casting me and Dane heard a lot on the Geekbox stage. Roman Reigns is Lobo. What? Why? He looks like Lobo. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Does he have any qualities
4: that he could bring to the role? I look like 50 hey, 30. hey, Juwan. He's that reminds me of an some actor that's on like a TV show sitcom that like five people watch <laughs> that, uh, that uh, kind of looks, Game looks Game like Shazam, and, Darren, and for some reason,
2: Darren Darren reason he's like a <laughs> poor man's Chris
4: Pratt or Alan Richens. for some reason. We <laughs> want him as Shazam, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh,
2: Thomas,
4: seriously. Seriously. He hey, is
2: <laughs> Peter Dinklage to me is somebody I would like to see as the watcher but um Nick what are your thoughts on who Peter Dinklage could possibly be outside of Man.
6: where he is on uh, Game of Thrones Cuz yeah, well, Game of well, Thrones show you know you know what the beauty of like I didn't think there would be any silver lining to, to Game of Thrones uh shooting being delayed um but this is it like they they are, are having to shoot later in the year because of uh where the, the story is in Game of Thrones Uh, because it's winter, finally. Um, And so we get Peter Dinklage in this movie, which is fucking awesome. So that's great. As far as who I... I want him to play MODOK. I don't think he's going to play MODOK. I don't think they're even going to have MODOK. But I would love that. I think his, uh, like, just his gravitas, his voice, everything would be so fucking awesome. Um, And, you know, I wouldn't even mind if they altered the character a little bit. Um... Like uh, to make it work as far as on film, um, but you know I think it would be really really fucking cool if if we got to see him in that role. Um, Pip, I, you know I'm not ultimately that familiar with the character. Um, I'm never one to like shit talk uh, them bringing in a great actor for a lesser known character. Um, like. I mean, I was the one who was defending Michael Keaton as Vulture because I was saying, basically, dude, like, don't tell me you're not more excited for the Vulture since Michael Keaton is playing the Vulture. Like, that's definitely upping your excitement for that character because, I think it's, honestly, who it, gives a shit order. about that character otherwise? So, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I'll be fine if he is playing Pip. I think they're going to drop the troll. I don't, think, I don't see Peter Dinklage being like, yeah, I, I'm cool with being called Pip the troll. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that seems to make the most sense, I guess, but, and because he's got a, you know, he's got a role in Infinity Wars from the comics, so, you know, that that would probably make the most sense, but I would, I would prefer MODOK, I, I, I would prefer a character, uh, like, uh, just a super supreme intelligent character for him to play, um, the, the dialogue that you could give him and that he could deliver would just be so fucking awesome, um, so that, that would be my preference, but I don't think they're going to go there. And Absolutely. I'm not sure how you would fit him into Infinity Wars. I mean, I'd, I, mean, you already got a huge story. I don't know how you fit that character in.
2: Well, it, it's Marvel, so we know they'll find a way,
6: but, um, That's true. uh,
2: Kanan, what are your thoughts on, on Cedar Dinklage and who he could possibly be playing in Infinity Wars? Well, for one thing, if you weren't
3: a fan of Marvel and the MCU, then this, and, you know, I I think this would definitely get you on board. Peter Dinklage is right now riding an all-time high, especially, you know, with Game of Thrones and its, you know, last two seasons coming out. And I, for one, I I agree. I thought as soon as I saw he was cast, I said Modoc. You know, it's immediately who who I thought of. But I've heard people say Adam Warlock. I've heard people say, uh, you know, Pip the Troll. But I like your uh, kind of thinking out of the box with him being the watcher. I, I'd like for his role to be, you know, pretty significant. So uh, I think the cast the casting's a home run. We we still don't really know who he's going to be, so I really can't gauge on that until I know more. But I mean, I'm on board. I mean, they, you know, they've definitely. I, I'm a I'm a Marvel fan as well. I love the MCU, but uh, this casting, I mean. They're they're doing it good, so I, I can't I can't knock it. I just I'd like to see more, but yeah, I was leaning more towards
6: Modoc for sure. I just want to I wanted to have a lot of dialogue. I want him to be able to deliver a lot of dialogue, and the and the Watcher, the Watcher. doesn't seem like the ideal character for that.
2: Well, the Watcher, if they yeah. do anything like they did on the animated series that they're currently running now, to so where it's, uh, the Watcher has an idea on where Thanos is, what his moves are and possibly ways to stopping him. Um, you could definitely have the Guardians of the Galaxy start that uh, Avengers, Avengers Infinity War off with him going to see the, the watch. And him playing uh, more like a mentor role on how to find Thanos, the meaning of the stones, and things of that nature. I, I see your point to a degree, Nick. I, I do, but I think it's Kevin Feige and Marvel. Not, not let, let me not even say Kevin Feige. It's the Russo brothers, and they do a really good job on developing characters and, uh, you know, giving us great stories with the Winter Soldier and Civil War, so I'm pretty sure they could find something significant for the Watcher to have, but like I said, if if they came out tomorrow and was like, he's MODOK, I don't have any argument, I'm not going to be like, no, I wanted him for the Watcher, Modoc's fine with me, just as long as he's not some fucking little thing called Pit Patrol, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they need to. They definitely need to utilize him, you know, to the
3: fullest, and I want him to be significant. I don't want him just to be a here and gone type character. I really want him to stand out uh, just because I feel like he's a, a really great actor. And you know Marvel kind of does that with certain characters. They bring in these great this great talent, and they don't really do much you know with them. Uh, you know, Daniel Bruhl, Baron Zemo could have been so much better civil war they wasted his talents. I mean that's another topic for another day, but you know you got a great cast with Peter Dinklage. Let's let's do something significant. Let's let's make it pop, you know, with his character whoever he is. I tell absolutely. you what,
6: it, it there's no chance, absolutely no chance of it happening. I don't even think Marvel owns the rights to Alpha Flight, but I would love him as Puck. <laughs> like, I, that would just be so fucking awesome. See that's yep. like Pets a bit.
4: <laughs> um uh, but, but yeah, pertain to everything, um, I think he should play She-Hulk. Um, I think that <laughs> he would make a tremendous uh, She-Hulk. No, but seriously, our good friends at Heroic Hollywood listed seven characters Pedro Dinklage could play, and they had some great ideas, a lot of the ones that we were talking about. Um, I think it is either The Watcher or, um, whatchamacallit, Modok. I think those are kind of – that makes sense. Pip would make sense, too. I just feel like it's kind of – I don't know. Insulting, Like, hey, do you want to play yeah. Tyrion Lannister but, like, you know, half goat and be called the troll? Uh, so I don't know. I could see him playing that. There was a ridiculous choice that I found so interesting, and it could be two characters, but it's never going to happen uh, because I think they're, the, both their rights are with uh, Fox. But someone suggested Peter Dinklage as Doctor Doom on Heroic Hollywood, and at first I was like, that's ridiculous. But then I thought about it. I was like, in the comic books, Dr. Doom's this great villain. You see him in this huge muscle-bound armor, and you don't see his face, and you find out that he was mutated, and that's why he wears this. Well, come to find out later on, it was a scar on his face, and he was just really vain and like that, like particular about everything. So instead of doing the scar on the face, you compensate it for the fact that he's a short man in Arbor, and all you see is his eyes, his body... And uh, whatchamacallit, his voice. Kane the Conqueror is another person that you could do that for. I would love to see this man as a villain, like a really, really strong villain. And the concept of Peter Dinklage, Doctor Doom, or Kang going against someone like Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange or or even Tom Hiddleston's Loki. I just – I feel like when you have someone like Peter Dinklage, it would be a waste to make him pip uh, to me personally. Yeah. But then again, I'm now much more enthused with the Vulture, like Nick said – because Michael Keaton's playing him, so.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Gerald? Yeah. She-Hulk. Really to
4: she <laughs> Hashtag she helped. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: would
1: be pretty good. <laughs> not that a dope though. Yeah,
4: listen, you wouldn't <laughs> like <it>. And
2: then, <laughs> like, the, like, the Hulk looks at him, and he's like, wait, that's my thing. And then you see him saying to his ripped woman. He's yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> that, would be, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> wow. I was yeah. going
1: to say like a UFC one, but sure. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Um, honestly, I think everybody can agree with this. I don't even see him playing two characters. Mordok or the Watcher. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, the reason why I'm heading for the Watcher, not the Watcher, I'm sorry, Mordok, because they can, you ever see um in Wonderland how they enlarge the, you never seen that movie? Well, he's biased on everything. I no, I didn't say I didn't like I just said I didn't see right, so it. This, I didn't think about okay, it. Okay, so as Alice and I was the one they basically uh Tim Burton's baby mother, I guess that's not his wife, his baby mother. What's the name? Uh something Carter. Yeah. He um he always playing dark type movies with Donnie Depp. Always Tim Burton, this woman and Donnie Depp. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they enlarged her head to make it look like she was this big headed queen. So what I can see them doing is doing the exact same thing, enlarging his you know, face, like a monitor screen or something. And it just happens like this big chair. And it's like having to go around like they do in Mark. You know, look at it, Modoc is really just a midget with a big head. Yeah. You know, Think about it. Like, yeah. He has his arms. The reason why he floats around is because his, his head is big for his body. So I can see him, I'm leaning for more... For him being a villain, because believe it or not, despite his size, that man is as like he's a
0: phenomenal.
1: <laughs> he's a phenomenal actor. You know, I have a lot of respect for him. Um, he has comedic chops, and we all know that Modok can do sometimes. And we all know that he
2: can be comedic sometimes. So, I mean, Peter he is a, a phenomenal actor. I and, mean, Modok M- just works for him because Modok's a M- 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 supreme intelligence. I feel as though Peter Dinklage can outsmart anybody. And on top of that, the guy who played, uh,
1: what's his name, uh, Red Skull, he's thinking about returning. Well, yeah, he's was to
2: leave I, I, I think when, as the MCU was building with Iron Man and Cap and stuff like that, I think they told him, like, there could be a possibility we use you again down the road. So it's not like he's having an epiphany of, like, oh, wow, you guys got to have a lot of success when you come back. I think it was something that Kevin Feige always had in this year. Uh, We might like to bring your character back. Let's not get too far into Infinity War and speculation of it. Let's move on to our next topic. Um, All right, so we got our first look, and man, was it beautiful, of The Defenders, which is set to be released on Netflix this summer. Uh, It is about our heroes of New York banding together to stop Sigourney Weaver's character Alexandra, who the showrunner describes as an utter badass. Which you didn't really have to do. We know Sigourney Weaver uh, at any given time can be an utter badass. Um, We did get a little uh, earful from Finn Jones who described it as, um, who who went on to say Danny Rand is the one who knows what's going on. He knows how serious the situation is. Danny is kind of of the one who drives the group to get shit done. So what I'm hearing from this is We might get Iron Fist that comes out in two months that ends with Sigourney Weaver's character or talk of what's going on. And he's kind of like the guy that's, you know, getting the guys together, which looks like, first of all, can I just say from the photos that we saw of Luke Cage in prison, Jessica Jones in handcuffs at the police station with Misty, um, Daredevil uh, just walking the street blind. (laughs) Danny Rand just looking like a badass. Um, Sigourney Weaver just looking like such an innocent, innocent woman in everything that's going on. From the photos that we saw, this to me, I remember, Dane, I I said to you, I think it was last week when we talked about our most anticipated. It's not a movie, but by goodness, The Defenders is my most anticipated thing of this year. Just from the photos that we saw, that gave us nothing. It gave us absolutely. No- we still have no idea what the fuck is going on, or what Sigourney Weaver's character is going to be unleashing on New York City. I am drawn now. I need to know. I desperately need a trailer or something to, to let me know what the hell is going on. I mean, these guys who are not team players. Who are now going to have to band to get this is going to be such a thrill ride and it only makes my anticipation for Iron Fist grow even more because we have so many characters in this series I'm actually going to call it right now if I if I find out that Netflix is like listen we're only giving you guys 13 episodes bullshit you need to give it 20, 20 to 22 god damn it this looks so beautiful we need like two seasons of The Defenders in one piece. That's how stacked this this cast is. That's how stacked um, the story looks like it's leaning towards being. But I'm curious, Dane, what are your thoughts on the photos that we've gotten so far of The Defenders?
4: I think they're awesome. Um, I I love the photos. I can't wait to see what Marvel has done. They do – all right, let me just say this. I mean, really when it comes down to it, they're doing the DC format – the way that D.C. should be doing it uh, on Netflix, completely different than the movies, and they're doing a great job. They're building awesome characters, uh, taking some risks, uh, going really dark places, and, you know, it might alienate uh, them with the actual Marvel stuff going on with Feige, since they're under Hugh Mutter and Loeb over in the TV division, but still, they're giving us great stories that's still technically connected um, I just, I can't wait to see this. I'm hoping for a Punisher cameo. I'm hoping for a lot of cameos actually, uh, from past characters, uh, Electra. I think it's going to be a great story regardless of what they do. Uh, we've already seen pictures basically. So I'm, I'm assuming that what you call Matt's going to be Luke Cage's attorney. Um, obviously he's going to get out and it's just going to be against whatever threat Sigourney Weaver has. Whether or not she be Mephesto, which has been rumored or not, um, I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, that's the greatest thing about it is that they're not releasing so much fucking information. We're actually able to collect it as it goes. So I'm I'm very excited to see the final product that we've been building up towards. Kinda like the same way they did with the Avengers, uh, now on television or Netflix I should say. And um See where it goes from here. I mean, you know, we got lots of Moon Knight-related stuff. You know, we got a Ghost Rider that's might be getting his own show outside of uh, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. We got other characters that are still a part of that kind of darker line, and I hope they kind of maybe travel with some of the monster characters next. Um, you know, it would be nice to I see Blade.
2: I will say this, Dane. I do want to disagree with one small thing you said. I actually think Foggy is going to be in the Cages attorney. Go. Uh, because he did go to work <laughs> for, um, uh, what was that lady's name that has
6: the? Trinity. 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 Yeah. That's Trinity. all I know. It is. That's good enough. Carrie Ann Moss. Actress. Carrie Ann Moss, Moss is her name.
2: Okay, there we go. So I, I think Foggy. I think Jessica Jones will go to Foggy and have Foggy be the, uh, the lawyer. Uh, Matt might help out, but um, I think. Foggy so might be the guy that, that,
4: that's Luke Cage's attorney. So foggy, foggy dies, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I hope Foggy dies, man. That nurse, like, um, remember, uh, like, very something? Yeah.
2: Is it? Right.
4: Yeah.
1: She goes, she says to Cage at the end of season one, like, I know a great lawyer. So she's not going to go to Foggy but hey, I need you need to go defend this superhero. She's
2: going to go, hey, Matt, you're a superhero. She's also. She's also. Okay, I guess he's not anyway, Anyway, um, I don't think, I, I don't know, maybe. But anyway, we have a caller. So let's go to let's talk to our caller, and then we'll we'll move, uh, we'll keep going around to see what everyone else is talking about. Uh, what's going on? You're alive with Geek Vibes, who are we speaking with?
5: Hello? Hello? Hi, am I on? Yes, you are. You're alive with Geek Vibes. How are you guys doing tonight? We are great. I well, I appreciate you, um, you guys taking my Excuse me?
2: No, no, I'm sorry. I, I was just about to say uh we were talking about the um recent photos of the defenders.
5: Oh, yeah. Well, those are those are pretty interesting too, but I actually had a comment. I was I was I'm a big fan of the Batman series. And and I don't know if you guys were talking about that before this or not, but I had a couple comments about that, if you have the time to talk about uh, DC and and Batman.
2: Absolutely. Give us your thoughts.
5: Well, for me, I don't think you can beat um, the Batman comic series at all. I mean, I think, for my money, that they have the best characters going around. I mean, you got Batman, you got Robin, you got the Joker... You got the Riddler, Penguin, King Tut, Mr. Freeze, Catwoman, Commissioner Gordon, yeah, a big Alfred, Scarecrow, Bane,
3: Bruce a lot of Wayne,
5: Harvey Two-Face, Lou Skunt, Lou Sassel, Herb Eversmells,
6: Tess Stickles.
5: Gabe, bathhouse.
6: Yeah, like yeah, it's a it's a huge rogue gallery. Uh, what's uh, so so? Uh, please, yeah, elaborate on that.
5: Well, you know, it's about the characters. You know, it's about Batman and Robin, and the Joker, and Riddler, and the Penguin, and King Tut, right, jo- and Cut, cut the, the guy out. Breeze, and I Cat think it's Woman, the DJ
4: doing a fucking skit for his radio station.
5: And Alfred. And Is this scarecrow? and Bane. All
2: right, yeah, I, I cut that oh, off. Please. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, <laughs> he was throwing in all kinds of
3: fake names like testicles and
4: stuff. And,
2: yeah, oh that was... Okay. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, like, anyway, it, let's move Was that back. our first
6: stroll? Was that our first stroll? I think was it, was, it? Yeah, it was, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, In the world, hey, that was our first or something. Um, hey, anyway, Kanan, I'm so sorry about your first appearance on the show, uh, getting a troll. That's right, but um, give us your thoughts on the uh, Defender's first look. Um, well,
3: Entertainment Weekly was touting it as the you know, the most anticipated superhero ensemble. I thought that was The Avengers, but a lot of people I've talked to uh, are way more hyped for this, and to be honest, I agree. I mean, right now, the Netflix series is is just killing it, and I really didn't like Jessica Jones, but I love Luke Cage, uh, both seasons of Daredevil, and I'm looking forward to Iron Fist, but they're killing it, and and like, you know, y'all were saying about uh, just taking a darker tone, I mean, it just shows that Marvel can be serious and still be successful, and I'm I'm really hyped for it. I think it's going to be huge. I think this could really uh lead into uh maybe even some appearances in the movies. Um I think right now, you know, it's just a it's a home run and I'm looking
6: uh, forward to it.
2: Absolutely, Nick. What do you think?
6: Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're if you're taking a look at track records Let's, so let's let's throw out you got you got the DC TV universe, you got the DCEU, you got the MCU, and you got the Marvel Netflix stuff. The one that's been the most consistent is the Marvel Netflix stuff. I mean, every other every other one either has a weak season or uh, you know a weak movie. Um, this one doesn't. I mean, I, I think that the the uh, general pick for the weakest is Jessica Jones, which I don't necessarily agree with. I actually really yeah. like Jessica Jones. I thought it had like probably the best villain that Marvel has given us in any medium on screen
0: um, with with you
6: or, um, but uh, I I mean, they're just, they've been so consistent. Everything has been great. So yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you, Juwan. I mean, I, you know, I hadn't really thought about it uh, because, you know, when we were, when Dana and I were talking about our, our most hyped 2017 stuff, uh, we were just kind of concentrating on movies, but yeah, I mean, you, you'd have to be crazy not to be hyped for this. I mean, everything that they've delivered to this point has been so on point. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking so excited for this. I think it's going to be terrific. I don't see them failing. Uh, the one thing I will point out, though, uh, Jawan, and I don't know how true this is, but the um, initial reports were that it wasn't even going to be 13 episodes. They were going to trim it to eight. Oh, listen, I
2: will just, like ripping shit apart if I find out that that's the case. Um, I don't I, mean, I don't really
6: care. I actually like it. I think like I'd rather it be eight than thirteen hours if that means that everything is is a little more streamlined and we get something more in the pacing of Stranger Things. Like I feel like okay. if that's the if that's the one complaint I would have or one complaint that I would throw out for what they've been doing with the Marvel Netflix stuff is that the pacing has, it it rolls a little bit um, throughout the the middle episodes. Um, So I wouldn't mind that at all. I mean, as long as, as long as they don't, uh, um, I mean, as long as they have time to tell the whole story that they need to tell, you know? I'll say this, if
2: it's eight episodes, it better be the most action packed eight (laughs) episodes I've ever seen in my life. Like, the opening credits to be someone's throat being split, and then, like, people parading around. Just give me a, a whole bunch of action from the get, and I don't even need that much story. If it's eight episodes, I don't need that much story. Because in eight episodes, you don't have to further develop characters. You just have to give a, a bunch of action with very little substance to it, which is what I want from it. Um, But, Dane, did I I went to you, right, Dane?
4: Yeah, yeah, but I want to list some Batman characters. I want a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you it. you to hey, 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 you fucking troll out there. You can go fuck yourself and go off in ball back city, you stupid piece of shit. Don't we'll mess with our damn program. We're appreciative that you're our first troll. At least you care. That's all I have to say. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> At least you cared enough to call. Um,
2: anyway, let's. I, I wonder really if his name mean. is... Ted. Stupid
4: douchebag. like, trying to, like, say something in a nonchalant way. You can say "fuck yourself on here. It doesn't matter. You have to, like, fucking PG it and try to, like, do a shtick, you dickbag. That'll,
5: yeah. be
2: in my, that'll be in my mind all night tonight. Um, I appreciate uh, the call because it counts as a call, so thank you. Let's uh, get into our next topic. Um, all right, so we're running low on time because we gave too much time to that. Uh, that... But um, I did want to <laughs> say this. Let's go. Let's go into Deadpool. Let's get let's get Fox some love. So Deadpool the sequel will definitely shoot this year. It'll be a solo movie. Uh, it'll be populated with a lot of characters, but it's still it's still Deadpool's movie. This next one we pushing. This next one that they're pushing forward, uh, very hard. They think it'll be. Every account will. Definitely shoot this year. Um, it's gonna take different twists and turns. Uh, let me see what else they were saying from the. This is the directors um, talking about the movie. Um, they also did say that Negasonic Teenage Warhead and what's the thing? Colossus will be coming back, along with the addition of Cable and what's the girl's name? Domino. Domino. There we go. Um, someone that? in a car or something. That's yeah. What I'm down, is anyone in the car? Is anyone in the car? Yeah, yeah that's well, me. I
5: apologize.
2: Oh, uh, it's okay. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So we got Domino. We got Cable. We got Negasonic Teenage Warhead. We got K- uh, Cable again. That's it. That guy really fucked me up. We got Colossus. Um, my thing is, if this movie is gonna start shooting, this right? The last one was gold. I mean, gold. you can't get any better than that first year. Except now that you have more expectations, you have a new director, you have more characters, probably nine times out of ten will have a higher budget. Everything is setting this movie up not to come close to the first year. So what I need this movie to do that's not in any type of production yet, I think they're finishing up the script. They were talking on, on uh, John Campia, um not too long ago. This movie is adding so much. to. It. I don't mean so much like a thousand people. I just mean so much to where it's like, all right, Negasonic, uh, Teenage Warhead, and Colossus were in the first one, but weren't in it that much. And um, so you bringing them back, I assume, has to go with, um, you know, Dolpender coming back also, which is hilarious. Uh, I just don't want them mm-hmm. to have all these characters, and then you have to take a little from Deadpool to serve to these other characters. Like, Cable, you can't have Cable come in and his first appearance in movie history is as little as um, Colossus and, and Megasonic in the first one. So I just, I'm just, i just hoping we get great fan service for all these characters in this sequel. But um, I'm really looking forward to it. They're saying that... Everything's going good as far as them definitely shooting this year for it to possibly come out next year. I actually wanted to know from you guys when you think, if it does start shooting in, let's say, June or July, when is it going to come out next year? Because Black Panther has well, a
6: whole Black History Month next, next year. So it's got well, to be they, they, Well, yeah, they have two release dates set for their, their next two movies outside of Logan. Uh, I think one is two thousand is late uh, two thousand eighteen, and the next one is early two thousand nineteen. So uh, I'm I'm hoping I think the later one was like right around the first of November uh, for two thousand eighteen. So I'm kind of hoping that it's that. The other one is February, which I guess would make sense, but I'm hoping that this one isn't a love story. Like I loved how they did that for the first one. But with all the aforementioned characters that you've thrown out and everything, I'm hoping they don't go that route with this one um, so i I'm kind of hoping for that November two thousand and eighteen release date. I think that would be that would be really good, and then probably new mutants for the two thousand nineteen February one, but you know we'll see
2: i just i I don't want it to be February only because, like I said. Black Panther coming out that, by the way, not to go too far off topic, what a goddamn cast. I- I'm finding yeah. it very hard to believe yep. that when this movie comes out, Ryan Coogler isn't nominated for something. This movie has to be nominated for something. The, the cast that-, that Marvel was able to put together for this movie is the best cast I've seen ever. I, I don't know if someone can name a better, a better cast than that, Top to Bottom. Um line. No, it's definitely uh, the most uh,
3: talked about cast of, of any Marvel movie that I know of. I mean it's 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 just it's really through the roof. I mean fans love it, so I, I think Black Panther might be the the biggest surprise of any Marvel film. See,
2: here's, here's what I think goes to Black Panther. Then we'll get right back to Jenko and I'll pass it off to you. The biggest thing about Black Panther is it's not a surprise. It's not a under the, the radar. It's none of those things. It is possibly going around as the most anticipated movie Marvel has ever had. Like I think people are looking forward to that more than Infinity. Because of how broad and how great and diverse this past is. I mean, didn't they just add on Felicia Richard and the guy from um uh the O J series? I can't remember his name. Yeah. But they oh, did they're, oh man they're adding such great talent to this movie that it's like you can't fail. At this point, Ryan Coogler is just sitting there like, "I have a spoil of riches, a spoil." And you're at, you're also bringing back um, what's the guy that played uh, uh, who played Caesar? I can't remember his name. Uh, in Planet of
6: the Apes. Andy Serkis. <laughs> oh, for oh, you, Andy Sirka, Andy Yeah.
2: You're adding Andy Serkis back to it, and it's just wow freaking wild. But anyway, Dane, what are your thoughts on Deadpool, the sequel? What are your expectations for the movie? And when would you like
4: to see its release? Well, I'd like to see its release when... I mean, as soon as they're ready to be able to put it out. I don't want them to rush anything. Uh, I love the last movie. They have a lot going against them as far as the sequel. Um, Either that's usually the breaking point or the better movie. A lot of times when you build these trilogies. Um, so I'd like them to put, to nurture it uh, like a child uh, that drinks a lot of alcohol and <laughs> allow that child to grow up into the movie that's supposed to become. I'm hoping that it's actually, I could have much more spectacle in the third movie and in the X Force movie starring Deadpool and let this be another fun, a little bit larger, but still same level. Um, as the uh, as the first one, and I think the first one speaks for itself. You got to realize, like you know, a lot of these awards, uh, you know, I I think the um, the Golden Globes are kind of a joke, but that's still nomination. But now we're getting to uh, getting nominated for uh, the Writers Guild, uh, for the Directors Guild, and for the Producers Guild, and all of them have nominated. Deadpool-related things. Uh, the, the writers has been up for a for, for, uh, nomination there. Tim uh, Miller got one in the director's deal for new director. And uh, same thing with the producer. So that's good. We actually might see Deadpool probably mo- more, more so for, if anything, screenplay. It might get nominated for a major Oscar. Uh, it could be up for Picture of the Year. I doubt it, but it could happen. So if they could just put out something that's just as, at that same level as the first one, and don't try to go too stir crazy, give us something similar but different. Uh, I know it's kind of a hard, but just don't don't try to like make it too big and massive. You don't have to. The fact that they got like all those small cast members, like you know Dupinder and and Negasonic Teenage Water and Gloss, is a good thing. Keep it on that level. Maybe the third one, amp it up a little bit more. Just have fun with this one. Would you raise the budget? Yeah. Absolutely, only just because I think they've proved that they can, that they, they should be able to raise the budget for, yeah, you know, Yeah, Ryan deserves effects. to make more money. Yeah, he really does. All
2: right. um Did I go through everyone?
6: Uh, well, I would, would just like, can... like to add in real quick. I would just oh, like to ahead, add then. in real quick that – um I like I don't necessarily mind uh, the the cast growing, but I do like a part of me kind of wishes like don't get me wrong, Colossus and Negasonic were great in that movie, but the fact that we're bringing in Cable and Domino, I feel like we should they should drop those two and focus on Cable and Domino, especially like because you said you got to give Cable a little more screen time than what you gave those yeah. those two characters. Um, so I would I would prefer to see that. I think you do keep Billender because. He, you can just throw him in a couple scenes just for comic relief, and he's perfect for that. But as far as the other two, I think, uh, especially because you don't need their comic relief, the comic relief that they offer is is built off of Deadpool's character, so you can get that same amount of comic relief from the reactions from Cable and Domino to Deadpool's character. So I would, if I, if I was in charge, I would trim out those characters. I don't think they're necessary. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, as long as like Dane and, and you said, Joanne As long as they they don't try to go too big with it Everything should be okay
4: My biggest thing is When we get to, when we get to the third movie Let's go balls out all the way And it's got to be Deadpool and Wolverine Versus the Savage Lands Think about that concept They can figure out the reasoning But that needs to fucking happen And get Andrew Garfield to play Bob I don't really give a shit for the fucking reasoning Just get that to happen and make a goddamn movie
2: Canon, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think
3: um I, I agree with the, the cable point of view. I think I'm I'm more stoked to see him in this movie than really I am in the other character, so I hope he's done right. I think they definitely will go a bigger budget. I do agree though, let's not rush the script. Let's make sure that it um you know, when they're ready then they can put it out. But I think they should take advantage of the, the March uh you know, like a March release date because I mean, you know, that worked well for Batman v Superman. It had the biggest opening of any movie in March, and, you know, usually it can have some longevity going into the summer months, so.
6: Very good point. I mean,
2: absolutely. I, I think I think that's been Fox's bread and butter. They like either February or right before Marvel season, or, or right in yeah. Marvel season. So I, I think if you're Fox, I've always said this, I think if you're Fox, you wanna you wanna because because we know Star Wars is locking up December. That that's when we're gonna get um you know Star Wars stuff. It's December. I think Han Solo might fall under like a May, but that's that's a rarity in this new um Star Wars universe. They like that December release. So you got December is Star Wars. You have May's usually always Marvel. Marvel something. So if you're Fox, why not capitalize on between February, um, March, or April, even? I mean, Deadpool's a huge enough movie that outside of January, it could really thrive on any month, really, honestly. There's, like, there's well, no shit, it could
6: thrive college. in January, man. Like, there's nothing to watch in January.
2: <laughs> Very true. Yeah. I just think, I just say I don't want that unless it's a late release in January, only because, Nick, right or wrong, the past two years, Star Wars not only takes over December when it comes out but a majority of January.
6: You are correct, sir. Not to mention I... not to mention January is usually like for a lot of moviegoers it's reserved to catch up on Oscar buzz movies. Like once yeah. the Oscars, like once the, the buzz is, is around what's going to be nominated and the Golden Globes come through and everybody's anticipating that, you, you get a lot more of uptick in those Oscar movies that came out in December as well. So you know, And that probably goes to why they only put shit movies out in January.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean I, I'm just yeah,
6: – I, like, uh,
2: I don't like great movies like that having competition. And December and most of January, like you said, half of January is people catching up on, on Oscar uh, films. And half of it in the last two years has been Star Wars. I mean, the One is is just started to fizzle out in the last couple of weeks. So what I don't want is for a big movie like Deadpool to have to worry about all these Star Wars heads um, that are just eating up this movie even in January. So, I, like yeah, I said, it, February, March, April, um, anything outside of December and January, and even May, I think if you're Fox, you could throw it in anywhere else and it'll, it'll work. It'll definitely work. Especially because their marketing team seems like they can make anything happen. I would have never thought two years ago, you could tell me Deadpool would get women who have never heard of this character flying in theaters. They marketed The Bachelorette. They had Deadpool doing a commercial for The Bachelorette. Like, I yeah. was, on billboards, they had Deadpool, um, you know, with love, and like I never saw that coming. So, it's, to me, I'd love to see what Deadpool can do creatively with uh, Thanksgiving. So, marketing Thanksgiving. So, I, I'd totally love to see that. But um, let's move well, on. Sorry. Yeah, that,
6: that and 2018, has, I mean, because of the way Marvel has their movies set up in 2018, you've got Black Panther, and then you've got Infinity War, and then you've got a large break after that. So, like, boom, slide also in slide in Deadpool had- right there in November. You've got, you got a primo time slot for it.
2: Well, let me say this. If Aquaman comes out in November of uh, 2008, let's not forget, if Ben gets this script done, Batman could have a 2018 release because Flash, as far as we're concerned, is uh, tabled for the moment. So if Ben starts shooting in the summer, it could wrap up enough to be a uh, 2018 release. Sure. So I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, hey, Ryan Reynolds and that team and Fox will find a nice place to put it that it makes sense. But I believe Aquaman might take that October, November, uh, slot. So if you're Deadpool, not a lot of expect, not a lot of fans are, are clamoring for Aquaman the way that they are for Deadpool. So you could definitely horn in on that. But let's move into our next topic. Let's talk a little Aquaman. Uh, Jason Momoa in a recent interview was saying, when asked about, uh, Aquaman was saying, uh, He will start filming for his Aquaman solo. Uh, He was saying how stoked he was just having a standalone movie. Uh, He's really pumped about it. He also went on to say that he starts in four to five months. Uh, So he gets a little bit of rest and he's right back into it. So this Aquaman movie right now is starring, of course, Momoa, Amber Heard, Willem Dafoe, and Patrick Wilson. Just off that, I'm hyped for this movie, and it's directed by James Wan, who oh, I know, wow. who I know visually will make this movie terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> He'll find a way to make like a shark jump up and bite someone's head off, or, or what I'm saying is, and I, Dane, I've said this to you numerous times. I will be disappointed no, Yes, I did. If this Aquaman movie doesn't have a scene where Jason Momoa is riding a shark into battle. If he's not riding oh. a shark, I will be heavily
4: disappointed. If they do that, they have to play Immigrant Song from Led Zeppelin while he's fucking a shark. Yeah, that'd be great.
2: I mean, what I don't want to see is. I don't Remember how Aquaman used to ride the seahorse in, in, in the old cartoons and comics? The little, the little like seahorse? <laughs> the little uh-huh. Yeah. I'd love for James Wan to take a spin to that and, like, make that seahorse. Dope as shit. And you have Jason Momoa with a little uh, staff or whatever the hell you need to it in his hand riding a fucking seahorse into battle. A,
4: pregnant, a wild stallion horse? seahorse. A
2: wild stallion seahorse That's into pregnant. battle. Stop making a pregnant, Gerald. That's weird. Well,
1: just imagine, like, he goes, I brought many
2: seahorses. There's that house opening. That's gross. Anyway... Anyway, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this movie, especially knowing that it comes out next year. They'll start filming within the next four to five months. Jason they need Momoa to take says. a stab at the orange I don't, You know how horrible Jason Momoa will look in that? That's why I said it. Take a stab at it. No, you're saying have someone go, here's your costume, sir. And he goes, No, nah, I don't wear that shit. I'm Jason Momoa. Exactly. I don't wear a shirt. I'm Jason fucking it's Momoa. Momoa. Like <laughs> I do want to see them offer him like some clothing. He just goes, "No, I'm Jason Momoa. No, I don't wear shirts. shirts I got
6: tattoos.
2: Them. I got tattoos to show. Them. Get that shirt out. I of throw my face.
6: axes and drink beer, motherfuckers. Exactly. That's my clothes.
2: Uh, that's my clothes. Um, no, honestly, I'm I'm really excited for Amber Heard. I originally hated the casting of it. Only because no no hear me out only because I thought she'd be better suited in a different role in the DC universe legendary exactly but when they showed us that photo I was like yeah no I I, I can see her pulling this off I don't have see, the
4: this re- so like, my uh, my reasoning Jawan was stupid I just wanted uh, what you call it uh, the Khaleesi uh, what the hell's her name um, Amelia Clark, Amelia Clare Clark. Yeah. no dang, yeah, dang. so I so I can idea have that is concept.
2: Not that idea is not stupid. She would be a really, really great... And they have great chemistry, you know? They could base her character the way that they did in um, the animated movie, uh, Throne of Atlantis. Mira was yeah. a very dominant personality. She stood on her own. She didn't need Aquaman before finding her. So So, um, Amelia, Amelia Clark is her name? She could easily yep. pull yep. that
6: off in her sleep. Honestly, yeah, but she don't know. she don't want that maybe billion. She wants that guaranteed billion with Han Solo. Exactly. So exactly. exactly, So I
2: don't blame her. Get your money, Get your money, girl. That that's going to be a great look for her in that Han Solo movie. But uh-huh. um, no, honestly, I, better I than the Sarah
5: Connor
4: impression. Wait, not? God, coming in a Genesis.
2: I can see her doing great things in this Aquaman solo. Patrick Wilson was a sleeper hit for James Wan in, in the DC Universe. That was... Know. No, 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 I'm saying no one was sitting there like, yeah, Patrick Wilson for... for uh, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was a sleeper pick. Like, no one Especially was... When, like, they, they, they the- no, 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 no. I mean, sleeper pick. Like, there's no one on planet Earth that was sitting there like, yeah, Ocean you Master. Quit fucking doing Weird Cat. Nobody. So, Patrick Wilson's great casting. And I can't wait to see what Willem Dafoe brings to uh, to, to the Aquaman but I did hear that Willem Dafoe and Amber Heard's uh, team in Justice League is going to be about them trying to get him to go to the surface world to help out the field. Like, he's sitting there like, nah, fuck them, man. Fuck them. I don't need to go up there. And those two are lobbying for him to actually go and help help the surface world. So I hope that's the case. Because I can picture Willem Dafoe and Amber Heard just delivering that perfectly and Jason Momoa just saying, nah, fuck that.
4: You know what I'm saying? And then him having this
2: come
4: all out of nowhere. All, all of a sudden, public enemy fight the power comes on when he's like, no, I'm not doing that. No exactly,
2: exactly. I can see that. But, no, like, like I said, this is a great cast. So, I'm going to pass this around to everyone, and we can we can get everyone's opinion really quickly and move on. Well, so what I'll, are we I'll, passing I'll, around? I'm, I'm, pa- <laughs> I'm going to pass around. <laughs> what do you guys' thought on um, the cast so far? And I want everyone to go around and give me their picks for um, – they want to see is Black Manta. Let's let's kind of make it a little brief. But I'm gonna pass it around. I'm gonna start with um, Nick.
6: Uh, fuck, I don't know, man. That's that. How's that for brief?
2: <laughs> what do you think about the current cast, though?
6: <laughs> oh, I love the current cast. I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, to me, DC. It's funny because DC has like a. a, a kind of stark difference from what Marvel's doing. They kind of remind me of what Marvel did at the forefront of when they were initially casting different people. Like Chris Evans was not a household name when they casted him. Um, so the fact that they are willing to take take uh, a chance on someone like Momoa and then, you know, you cast Willem Dafoe in, in kind of that sort of Tommy Lee Jones-esque role for what Captain America was I think it's smart. I think the way that they're putting, putting their cast together, they're putting it together uh, in, in a way that it can very much succeed. Now all they have to do is bring it home with the scripts. They already have a great director. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm very intrigued by the cast. I like the cast. I'm just, and Patrick Wilson's terrific. Like, is Orm? Like, yeah, that's perfect. Um, so, you know, all of that, they have everything they need. As long as they have a good script, the, they're going to be fine. This movie's going to be fucking awesome.
2: Absolutely.
3: Cannon, um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the cast is solid. Uh, I agree that the Amber Heard hiring was – I don't think she was on anybody's list. But once you saw her in the outfit, I think she's really going to take the role seriously. Uh, and of all the people that DC has hired right now, does Jason Momoa not look like he's having the most fun? I think they could pay this guy <laughs> in Guinness. And he would he would be on board because he is just having a blast. I mean, this dude smiles. He's just so giddy. I mean, I know this guy can get work, so it's not like he's just happy to have a job. But I think he's really embraced uh, the relationship with Zack Snyder on Justice League, and I think he'll embrace it with James Wan. And I think he I think he's going to be one of the the standouts in Justice League. I think everybody right now is looking at uh, at Flash Ezra Miller, but I think Jason Momoa is going to really turn some heads, and people are going to be like, wow, I cannot wait to see the Aquaman movie because the image that he's going to portray is this badass, not this riding around on a seahorse. Like you said, a shark. I mean, if this dude rides in on a shark, oh, my God. Can you believe the hype? The first trailer is a teaser of him just coming out of the water on a shark. I mean, it will it will be so, like, enormous, the amount of hits on YouTube, if they could get that. But, uh, yeah, Patrick Wilson... I mean, does that guy do anything that's not good? I mean,
4: nope. I think nope. everything. He, and Willem Dafoe, great character actors.
3: Yeah, very, very much. I mean, uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely on board. I hope they get. Like you said, it's going to come down to the story. Can, can WBDC put out a great story? They've got great cast members. Can the story bring it home? So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with it, and I can't wait to see where they go with it. Who would, who would you like to see his um uh damn I forgot his name Black
6: Manta. Black Manta. I think they need to go and get Denzel. Ah That's a, get that. That's a There's lot of
3: money. That's a lot of money, son. Hey they need a home run hit with another you know, so far the casting's been great, but go out there and get Denzel or get somebody that uh, you know they got asked like, for Batman. No one thought that they would get him. They can get Denzel. Just throw the. Hey, throw
6: Idris Elba's contract is up with Marvel. Yeah, Just saying. yeah. I tell you what, I would. Uh,
3: yeah, he would. He would be a second choice. Uh, Elba is uh, is amazing. So I would not be against him.
2: I'm gonna go even further. Me and Dane tag teamed on this. I'm saying that if you get a Black Manton and an Aqualad, look no further than what's his name, Mashamba Ali
4: from... Matashala uh, Ali. Cotton uh,
2: Ali. Yeah, who played Cottonmouth, and why not yeah. John Boyega to be Aqualad? Those two would kill it. That would put the movie over the top. That would really put that movie to where it could go... It could go up against uh, Black Panther. Not not in cast, I just mean in you having a, a, a lineup and then a director and then, you know, delivering on all those different aspects. I think if you get... Ali and John Boyega to play um, Black Manta in Aqualad, that puts that movie over the top. All you have to do now is get someone you know uh, that writes a great story, have James Wan work it out, and that sells itself. And then you know. Yeah, the, I the just don't know if Boyega
6: movies. will have the time because he's doing Pacific Rim two. Obviously, he's got Star Wars Episode Nine on deck. You'd have to make it a small role. To him, What's the guy man? that was
4: listen, just in um, listen, Dope? Nick, uh, Sh- make Shamir
6: Moore.
4: Shamir Moore could do it too. I mean, you just need a good actor to play his son that's around the same age. Bojago would be perfect, though. But uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. love the cast. I think the cast so far is great. I think the movie's going to be great. I'm very, very happy that James Gunn's the one who's doing this. Um, and I liked all the choices that you guys. You guys literally picked my three choices as far as Idris Elba, Marshal Ali. Or um, I also like that guy that right now is campaigning for Green Lantern. He's going to be in Black Panther, and he was in uh, OJ. I think he has a good look for him, too. a couple actors I've seen, but I think my favorite one is Marshal Ali, just because he's not that big of a name. If they want to go all out, I mean – Jason Momoa is not that big of a name, so if you have someone like Denzel to give the money more to, and he's that type of fierce villain, I mean, we know Denzel can do that, too. And I actually like the idea, because it was at part of our concert uh, test, that we made Marshall Ali uh, Jon Stewart. I like the more older, you know, I'm too open to shit, uh, John Stewart for like the lethal weapon <laughs> thing they're going for, with fucking Danny or Donald Glover, or Danny Glover, whoever the fuck it is, one of the Glovers. Um Danny. Danny, there you go. And then Mel Gibson could be played by the Army Hammer if he's going to play Hal Jordan or whatnot. But yeah, I think they should do that. Great job, yeah, everything, yeah.
2: Absolutely. Horrible. Horrible. Of... Wrapping up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, I thought you went already. So no. instinctually, I'm like, all right, let's move on. I'm sorry. What are your thoughts? My <laughs> thoughts? I think it's a well casted, you know, movie. So.
1: Um, I think so far we're doing it pretty good. I haven't heard anything negative about it yet. I haven't read anything
6: negative
1: about it yet. Um, I stick for Black Panther. Uh, uh what's, the name? what's the guy from um the Oz. Not the Oz. Uh, he's always playing a... a wire. Guy. Yeah, the wire. The wire.
2: Oh, yeah, no, he was lobbying for it around when they first announced it. Oh, Lenny James. Yeah,
4: Lenny James.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Lenny
4: James would be good. He would definitely
2: be good. Um, Black Manson, to me, has to have a demanding voice. Like, when you hear it, you get chills. Like, picture an Aquaman trailer where, like, you see Aquaman, Ocean Master, and these guys doing stuff. Then right before the trailer ends, all you hear is Black Mantic's voice saying something, whatever, saying whatever. But all you hear is his voice. I like titties. You hear his voice. Hold on, but picture <laughs> this. You hear his voice, and then you Gee see titties. the red eyes light up, and then the trailer ends. To me, Ali I'm telling has you. Ali has
4: that
2: Freedom voice. Treat him like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ali has that voice. The guy you were just saying, Gerald, has that voice. And um, one other person, I couldn't remember the other person, but it just has to be someone with a demanding voice. Oh, Idris Elba. Those three guys have that demanding voice and presence that would give you chills. I just think Denzel, albeit a great pick and can act his ass off in that movie, I just don't think he. I just think those three guys should be looked at first. And if they don't want it, then by all means, give it to Denzel. But those are the three guys I think you go to first. Because like I say, I'm picturing the end of the trailer, you hear his voice, you know, I will kill Oc, whatever. And then you see the red eyes light up and then the trailer ends. You need someone that can deliver those lines to that
6: voice those three guys get it. Those two get it more so I, love, than I love how I love how Jawan's like, Yeah, give it to those three guys and if they don't take it, then we'll give it to the Oscar winner. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm sorry. But I'm, I'm, just, sorry. I'm, just, I'm just throwing a little shade, one, I feel you on the <laughs> voice thing, though. Yeah, but, I mean, it's I'm not like Idris sure. shouldn't have an Oscar by now, but, you know. Exactly. Yeah, well, and Ali will probably get one
6: for Moonlight, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: there you go. So then we can revisit this conversation. But um, yeah. last last thing I wanted to touch on, because I thought this would be the most fun one. Um, since the rest of the stuff we pretty much already know, uh, we can get to the stuff we missed, uh, the – TV shows will get to next week since <laughs> they're killing their hiatus. Um, let's talk something <laughs> talking to Gerald about, and we were both laughing at this. The most obvious news to ever deliver. Power Rangers being TV 13. But that's not what I want to discuss. What I want to discuss with you guys is your expectations and if you're excited or not about this movie. I, I won't even get into my thoughts. I'll just start off with. I'll, I'll go first. If you want Let to Gerald go first. Then go first. Go <laughs> first. Right. So,
1: if you haven't heard the news already, they already announced that,
2: you know, uh, what's his name? Uh,
1: Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston was the original Red Ranger in this storyline, and something happened to where I guess Rita Raposa or some other evil force. Oh. Right. Lord that trapped them into this, you know, let's call it the viewing world like that. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, Rita Repulsa, the reason why her costume is green and not the original one with the spike chest coming mm-hmm. out and uh, the devil horn for the hair. The reason why she's green, if you notice her her gold staff that you know, when she used if you know, there's a green light at the top of it that's her, her power point. She was the original Green Ranger. So I'm looking forward, you know, to this. This movie is going to be great. I've seen <clears> pictures <throat> of the, you know, the, the Zord. I love how the fact that, you know, it, it's com- they're not giving like, the nostalgic 90s kids, the uh, original, you know, Megazord. They're giving them something that looks come out of, like, Final Star. Animals don't even make the Zord like, anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, it comes up with this gigantic attack on Titan type creature thing. And it, it looks fantastic, and I can honestly say it's probably going to be a post-credits scene where, you know, we do meet a young Tommy Oliver and he finds, you know, the power coin after they probably destroy Rita at the end of the movie. Or, you know, Rita recruits him. You know, hey, you know... I, basically how she does in, like, you know, the original series, she recruits him, and then, bam, because they're already... They already started on the sequel for this movie, so they have high expectation that this movie is going to be great the fact that they already ordered the sequel. So I can see the next big movie, the next Power Ranger movie being like the Rangers versus the Green Ranger, stuff like that. Or maybe, you know, it could be the Green Ranger joining the team and they, they fight the White Ranger, he could be evil. don't know, but like this, I, I can honestly say I'm really excited for this movie. As the 90s, I grew up Wanting to be the Red Ranger, and then I said, "Grab the Red Ranger."
6: When I saw the White Ranger and the Green Ranger, like I'm actually completely... Uh, Dane, what do you think? Fan Force that had a sequel too. Just saying, they have that lined up.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
4: very true. Saying. I'm I'm very excited to revisit something I haven't, you know, uh, really messed with since I was like a little kid. Uh, Power Rangers was on when I was like eight years old. Uh, the first series, so. It definitely was something that was a part of my childhood, and I loved watching it uh, when uh, you know Tommy became the Green Ranger and screwed all of them over and then became the White Ranger and avenged everything towards the end. And then they had like, cash change like four or five times, and I kind of got out of it. But going by what we're seeing with this movie and this property, uh, they seem to be doing something that they're going to actually be able to take this concept and make it feasible and not turn it into Max Steel. Um, and really make it into a, a a watchable movie and a bankable movie uh, with the acting talent that they have involved with Cranston and you know I forgot who's doing Alpha uh, shut his name I forgot what his name is um, Bill Hader but like yeah Bill Hader you know they 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 have a great uh, format what they're going for and I loved how the trailer kind of had like you know a a very much like a John Hughes flavor uh, kind of um, you know uh, also mixed with. Um, Chronicle, obviously, and and I'm I'm down with that. I, if they're taking this, I, I like that, that that approach they did on on YouTube not too long ago. It was much rated R, but I think this is a good middle ground, and I'm also excited about seeing a lot of these actors because I feel like they're going to be a lot of big actors coming up, uh, especially in the movies that we you know we enjoy. Like, you know, we don't we have Teen Titans. Think about that down the road. Well, if DC can get back back in shape, but you know, just possible for both Marvel, DC, Star Wars. Like, these could be some young actors to look for. So I'm looking forward to it, man, and I, I love what I've seen. Uh, I like where the uh, approach, the aesthetics, the the
6: look, the everything.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Nick,
6: your thoughts? I'm hearing things like it won't be Max Steel. Like, it'll be actually watchable. Like, they've already got a sequel in the works. No, I'm not interested for this fucking movie. This movie at best is going to be good. That's it. It might be good. It's not going to be great. It's not going to be anything past good. I'll wait until it comes out on Redbox. I'll watch it then if it's good. Um, but no, I hate to be the party pooper, but it's fucking Power Rangers. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get excited for Power Rangers. it's not going to happen. No chance. What? Wow, great way to change the tone, <laughs> Mr. DC. That was brutal. Uh, I mean, what do you? I mean, I I understand that you guys are excited, but I'm just I'm just telling you my thoughts. Like, I'm, it's Power Rangers. Like, it, I, it well, could be good. It's not going to be great. It's not going to be like. But are you are, 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 awesome. are you
4: are you are you are you taking your perception on the concept of Power Rangers based on what it is instead of like what it could be based with a movie company behind it making actually like you know like legendary pictures
6: like that's what I'm saying no, Godzilla is Godzilla if they did if that I it would be Godzilla. bad I'm saying it could be no no, no
4: good. Like, look, look at look at Godzilla look at Godzilla those things are cheese ball movies pretty much the same type of effort but what they can do from a different director and a production company
6: now with a budget and a good story it could be completely different than that. Yeah, and it could be good, right? Like, Godzilla is a good movie. You, I mean, you wouldn't call Godzilla great, would you? No, I, I wouldn't call it great, but... I, yeah, so it could be a calling. good movie. I'm not I'm not saying it's going to be garbage. I'm just saying, at best, it's going to be I a good you'd... movie. And, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, uh, there are other properties that can be good movies, and I would be more excited to see, put it that way.
2: That's, I mean, that's fair. That's uh, fair. That's, that's completely fair. Uh, Kanan, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I was. I kind of felt the way, uh, you know, He like he said, it's, it could be good but great. But I at first I really wasn't sold on it until I saw the trailer. And I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, this, you know, that's my theory is that it does have the Chronicle vibe. And I was like, okay, this looks really good. Uh, and also it kind of makes Power Rangers relevant again. You know, I haven't watched Power Rangers since I was a kid and I only watched the original series. I didn't get into that when Power Rangers in Space or those fifty million spin offs.
1: So I feel like
3: this is kinda of going back yeah. to the original and it's kinda of pulling that nostalgia from when I was a kid. So I definitely give it a I definitely give it a shot and I think it's gonna be uh, a lot better than what some people might might think it is. And I just get that vibe from the trailer. I, I really do uh, hope the movie does well for the fans uh and it does have a spinoff. Is it something that I'm hyped about? No but I'm not down on it either, just because, like I said, uh, it does it does kind of make it re- uh, relevant for, for me when Power Rangers was irrelevant. You know, there's a lot of people that think this is maybe 10, 10, 15 years too late. Like, they're trying to, like, bring it back, and they could have done it, you know, years ago. But, I mean, the cast is pretty, you know, it's pretty good with Princeton and Hayter and Elizabeth Banks, and I think a lot of people were high on her when she signed on. And... You know, I, I'm willing to give it a shot. So I'm not going to knock it um, until I see it. And I could go in there and it could be just the worst movie ever. But, you know, we'll we'll see when it comes out.
2: I mean, listen, I completely understand where you and Nick are coming from. Uh, Nick, I completely understand where you're coming from. That's the same feel every time I, I, I walk into a uh, Transformers movie. Like, uh, yeah, no, this is horrible and I should have waited for, like, So I
6: completely <laughs>
2: understand I understand your stance on that. Um, I, I, I'm hyped for it, for it because um, I love the Ivan Ooze movie. And I always thought to myself, there should have been like another one. You know what I'm saying? With that same cast, it should have been another Power Rangers movie for back then. I thought Ivan Ooze was such a great film. Uh, not film, but gr- such a great Power Rangers movie. Um, I- I'll say that, not a great film, a great Power Rangers movie. Uh, for its time. And I think the reason why it works now is because you've seen the success Transformers has had box office-wise. Um, horrible movie, but it has success box office-wise. So I think if you're Sabin or Saban, whatever the hell they call themselves that created Power Rangers, I think you look at today's show, There you go. And you see the, the technology that we have and how futuristic you can make a Power Rangers movie feel... And it's a perfect time to execute it. And it looks like, like Dane said, it's chronicles meets the breakfast club. And I love the look that I'm getting. Brian Cranston is super excited for this movie. He's been talking it up uh, nonsense. I mean, I, I just... He's probably getting he a hell, hell of a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, th- trust me. He's getting <laughs> well, me he
4: starred in the original the- Power Rangers as a couple of villains. <laughs> so it makes sense.
2: Yeah, no, so it He's rotating his but career. Does- but what I'm saying is he does sound genuine about his excitement for the film and why he signed on for it because we all know brian cranston isn't wanting for a role so it's not like right. All right to revive his career he had to sign on the power rangers so that's why i'm saying i'm really excited that he's excited because he didn't need to do this movie by any means so it's more genuine it's yeah. more genuine. I, so that's why. I, I like just it. say
6: best case scenario. This film, it, like you kind of alluded to, Juan, best case scenario. It's the first Transformers movie. It's like of Absolutely. that quality.
2: Absolutely, and I, I, I'd be fine with that because my expectations aren't sky. My expectations for a Power Rangers movie aren't what they are for DC or Marvel. So
6: right. that's why. Exactly.
2: That's why I'm really excited for it because it's like from what I've seen so far, it's really good. And for Power Rangers. I'm not expecting It's exceeding that
6: your expectations to this point. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I feel you. I feel you there. When I first heard of it, I'm like, yeah well, you really don't you really don't need to do it because I saw G.I. Joe fail and Transformers begin oh, to fail. God. I'm like, I don't need you to mess up power Rangers for me also. So when that first trailer hit, I'm like, Wow, okay, you look like you know what you're doing and then to bring on Brian Cranston and Zordon, I'm like, This is like perfect. This is so perfect. So that's that's where my level of, of, of hype comes from. But I definitely understand you and Kanan's point of view uh, tenfold. I really do. Um, but Kanan, yeah. you, are, you are such a great guest host tonight. Um, we appreciated having you. I appreciated um, our exchanges that we had on Twitter. I appreciated you uh, helping us promote on Twitter. Uh, you also brought us a lot of followers um, helping us out, so I definitely appreciate that. Hey, um, man. hey, and you brought us our first troll, man. We finally got a troll. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just I'm just playing. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's so, fine. So <laughs> I wanted you to spend these last couple of minutes, um, just a few minutes, giving us um, your thoughts on the show and where everyone can find you at.
3: Sure. Yeah, once again, I'd like to thank everybody for allowing me to come on. Um, hopefully we can do it again in the future, but uh, no, everybody here was great. I loved every, you know, to hear everybody's opinions on everything. I think everybody was uh, pretty civil, and uh, we had great discussions. And hopefully we can, you know, get into more topics uh, down the road. Uh, if you want, you can follow me on Twitter at fiction fight, and also at manasteel37013. Uh, fiction fight is the, you know, the site that will be doing most of the promotion uh you know for you guys which I will gladly uh help to do for future um you know episodes and so. but thanks again for allowing me to come on I appreciate it
2: Absolutely definitely, man. Um, Thanks man we, we appreciated it so much man and we could definitely have you on um you can definitely call in whenever you want to talk topics with us that is you don't even have to you don't even have to talk on that just call in uh, like I said, we're every Saturday at eight PM Eastern. So whenever you want to be on the show, you have my contact info. We can definitely talk. Um Dane, I wanted you to announce no. what will be yes, what will be coming out very soon on YouTube.
4: Oh, are are you talking about something that has to do with me or something like that? No.
2: Yes I am.
4: It has to do with you solely. Oh, uh, well, Dane rants are coming back. Uh, yeah, we yeah, had, we have little um, uh, segments. Yeah. That I'm, I'm doing, working on a couple tomorrow, just to have them lined up. And they're only going to be like exceeding six minutes, if anything. Uh, but very short. Me yelling at a camera, um, about stuff. I think my first one is about. Uh, snobby comic movie fans, uh, which is a good one to talk about. And I'll be talking also about how people like to let people know that wrestling scripted will be my second one. So be on the lookout for those. And uh, if you get offended, good. I mean, (laughs) Dane Dane Rants are such, like,
2: golden treasures. Dane also, which he forgot to mention, Dane also now has his own logo. (laughs) <laughs> is that um I do have
4: my own logo. Our it's great very artist weird.
2: our great artist Vic, um, who is the head of our YouTube uh created for Dane. It, it is hilarious. It screams Dane. It's a screaming Dane. Um It is a screaming is so me. Awesome. <laughs> which is so awesome and I can't wait for that. Um also, Nick, I hope at some point we can get you um getting some stuff done for our blog. Writing for our blog. Yeah, you already man. have one. You already have one up. If you want to tell the people a little bit about the one you already have
6: up there. Yeah. Uh, well, I at the time I was very optimistic about the uh, the presidential change over at Warner Brothers and how that might affect uh, WB in a positive way, and specifically the TCEU. Now I'm not so sure. Maybe I was a little prisoner of the moment. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that article is already up there. Kind of goes through. Um, why you know why I think uh, the presidential change was a good move for uh, for Warner Brothers as a whole, but also the DCEU. So hopefully um, that that change uh, comes along and, and ends up helping in the long run for for our uh, beloved DC characters and the films that they've got coming out. Um, so yeah, that one's already up there. There'll be more to come, and uh, I won't I won't get into particulars just yet, but. Uh, Dane Jawan and myself we've been throwing around a uh, little idea for our next uh our next little uh viewer um, member participation uh thing. Um so keep an eye out for that, all you members. Absolutely. Oh geek rebel.
2: Yes.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs>
6: and, and oh yeah, don't forget about Geek Rebel, yeah. We'll be uh Dane and I, I will be doing uh doing some stuff there. We got some videos coming out for you guys there and uh and uh, both uh, the Geek Ravel page and Geek Vibes page are going to be hopefully teaming up to do uh, this next little um, uh, member, I uh, wouldn't call it a contest per se, but uh, um, members are going to be heavily involved with, uh, with the programming. So,
2: Absolutely. We are doing so much with Geek Vibes this year. Um, I also wanted to say that uh, we went through something through Heroic Hollywood. Um, that Geek Vibes will be possibly attending the premiere of Justice League um, Dark uh, in New York with the cast oh, that's and awesome. directors. So that look forward to that. We will be filming that event. Um, it's next month, so we'll be filming that event. That'll be so much fun. Um, but again, we have so much planned this year. He, uh, Dangerance, Rants, Geek Ravel, um, so much stuff in store for you guys. We also have geek minded, uh, that's posted up every Wednesday by Joel and Vic. Um, again, huge shout out to Joel. Who's usually here, but couldn't be tonight. And Vic, who does so much amazing work for us behind the scenes and on the scene. Um, again, I'd like to thank, sorry, let's, let's on Kanan, Dane, um, Nick, Gerald, who had to leave a little early. Um, Joel who couldn't be here, and Sketch, who is actually at an uh, art contest. So, huge shout-out to uh, Sketch doing this thing. Thank you guys so much. You guys know where to follow us. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, YouTube, and we now have our own blog. And we also have a SoundCloud, thanks to this. So, we have so much in store for you guys. So, just stay patient with us. We'll have so much content to give you guys in the upcoming months um but stay tuned for the most uh up, the, the most upcoming thing which is gain's rant that will be up soon um uh, in the next coming week and then we have so much more after that so thank you guys for a great show and nick would you like to close out the show
6: yeah why not um Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We got, uh, like like uh, Juwan said, we got some awesome stuff coming up. And, uh, man, it's fun. I'll, I'm happy to have uh, been able to call in tonight, man. As, uh, I, as Falcons game ended, caught the little post. was like, fuck, yeah, we am call in. Talk to my boys. <laughs> good time. And
2: we appreciate
6: it. We definitely yeah, man. appreciate it's fun. it. Yeah, Yep, appreciate
1: it.
2: Nick, would you, yeah, you have like... a good time? Would you like to say your tag that you usually did uh, on um, G-E-N? Would you like to put that with your tag?
6: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. May the Geek Vibes be with you, always.
2: Good night,
6: guys. Hey,
4: classy. Geek Vibe Nation. Peace, bitches.